Hi listener, if you have enjoyed listening to all about India Insider Tales and want us to keep going strong and regularly putting out new shows, please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com slash allaboutindiapodcast or patreon.com slash learnhindionthego by making a small monthly donation. Every dollar helps and allows us to focus solely on bringing you fascinating little known stories about India. It is episode 9 of our series All About India Insider Tales. My name is Shraddha and here with me are Ritansh and Jebod. In this episode, you are going to hear the fascinating tale of the auction of the shoes of a ruler of an Indian princely state and a foot march which contributed to the founding of a university in the early 20th century in Varanasi in the Indian state of Uttar Pradesh. And if you stay till the end, you can learn a useful Hindi phrase. You can also listen to the Hindi version of this episode, which includes some Hindi expressions and their uses. And you can download the Hindi version's transcript as well as the detailed worksheet based on that podcast with more vocabulary from patreon.com slash allaboutindiapodcast or patreon.com slash learnhindi on the go. The sun was shining brightly over the city of Hyderabad, the capital of a South Indian princely state. It was a humid summer afternoon in the early 20th century. Several thousand people crowded the streets and alleys of the Charminar market. They came from all walks of life and every part of the city. They were curious to witness a rather strange auction that was being held, the likes of which they had never seen or heard before. Among the many stalls, in shops that lined the market, there was a large wooden platform where a man stood with a hammer in his hand. He was an auctioneer and he was there to sell certain items to the highest bidder. He was unlike any auctioneer. He was in his 60s and had a scholarly air about him. He had a loud, clear voice but a strange and unfamiliar accent. He spoke in Hindi, which was different from the style of Urdu that was spoken in the city. The crowd was fascinated by his words and was curious to see the items he was auctioning. They cheered and clapped. They shouted and waved their hands. They competed with each other to win the auction and own the item he was selling, a pair of leather shoes, which the auctioneer claimed were worn by the Nizam of Hyderabad himself. The shoes were made of fine leather and embroidered with golden thread. The auctioneer said the shoes were a symbol of power and prestige and could make any man feel like a king. The auction generated a huge response. The Nizam or the princely ruler of Hyderabad was an extremely wealthy but miserly and selfish king. He had a large army, a magnificent palace and a vast estate. He had hoarded his wealth and spent it only on himself. He had neglected his people and exploited them. He had earned the title, the Miser Nizam, from his subjects. Around the same time when the auction was taking place, the Nizam decided to relieve his boredom and take a ride in his carriage around the city. He rode along the streets for some time and was about to tell his driver to take him back to the palace 
when he heard a loud commotion coming from a nearby market. He heard cheering and clapping and saw a lot of people rushing towards the crowded market. He wondered what was going on there. He told his driver to stop their carriage and asked one of his bodyguards to find out what was happening. The bodyguard pushed his way through the people until he reached the front of the crowd. There he saw what was being auctioned and heard the auctioneer's voice. He reported to the ruler that his old worn-out shoes were being auctioned and that they were the same ones the king had thrown at a man yesterday after being asked for a donation. The Nizam felt furious and humiliated. He knew having the auctioneer arrested would make him unpopular among the party of freedom fighters who might come to power in the future. So, the king sent one of his courtiers to persuade the auctioneer to stop the auction and to ask the auctioneer to visit him the next morning. The courtier talked to the auctioneer and the auction of the king's shoes was stopped. The ruler of the princely state of Hyderabad was Osman Ali Khan, who was at that time the richest ruler of a princely state in India. The auctioneer was Madan Mohan Malviya, an Indian scholar, educational reformer and freedom fighter. Malviya was trying to establish a residential university in Varanasi to provide Indian students access to modern education. It was an uphill task as he not only had to procure the land and a huge amount of money, but he also had to find suitable professors to teach the students as there were only a few learned scholars available in India at that time. In the early 20th century, Kolkata, which was then called Calcutta, was the capital of that part of India ruled by the British. Almost 52% of India was under the rule of Indian princely states and the literacy rate in India was 5.9%. Most Indians lacked access to universities as there were only a few universities in India that provided a modern education. Almost all of them were located in British-controlled Bombay, Calcutta and Madras, but none in the north of India. But despite all difficulties, Malviya went ahead with his plan. And on 22nd November 1911, he registered the Hindu University Society to procure large tracts of land for establishing a residential university. He went to the king of the princely state of Banaras. The king promised to give Malviya that amount of land which could be measured by the distance walked on foot in one day. So Malviya walked all day and covered a very large area. And as promised, the king donated 1,370 acres of land which included 11 villages, 70,000 trees, 120 wells and a temple. After procuring this land, Malviya spent the next four years raising funds for the university. To do this, he would go to a rich Indian industrialist or to the king of a princely state and ask for a donation. Some of these rich Indians would donate a certain amount. One day he went to Hyderabad to ask for a donation from the king of that princely state. When Malviya met the king, he asked for a donation for the good cause. But despite the persuasion, the extremely wealthy king refused to donate any money for the university. 
he also objected to the university's name. Malviya tried to reason with him, explaining to him that the word Hindu in the name of the Banaras Hindu University didn't just represent people who believed in Hinduism. The name stood for all Indians, the people that live in the land of the Indus River or in Hindustan, a name for the Indian nation that was popular in those days. During the talk, the ruler suddenly became furious and in a rage threw his shoes at Malviya, saying, I have nothing else to give you except these shoes. Then he asked Malviya to leave his court. Malviya, being a polite but proud man, said nothing. He put the king's shoes in a bag and left the king's court but decided to teach the king a lesson. So the following day, Malviya started to auction the shoes of the Nizam of Hyderabad. When Malviya went to see the king the day after the auction, and when the king asked him to explain why he was auctioning his shoes, Malviya replied, Sir, you gave me your shoes, but as I can't build the university with them, I decided to auction them in your state, as only here would I get the fair price of these shoes. As Malviya was the former head of the Congress party, he was held in respect. Refusing Malviya would send the wrong signal. So the king reluctantly agreed to donate a large sum to build the residential quarter for the teaching staff of the Banaras Hindu University. This quarter exists to this day and is known as the Hyderabad Staff Quarters. Banaras Hindu University, located in Varanasi on the Ganges River, is the single largest residential university in Asia. More than 30,000 students reside and study at the university. It has 140 departments, 75 residential hostels and a medical school with a 900-bed hospital. Now I'll tell you about Shraddhas and my visit to the university. It was the winter of 2018 when we went to Varanasi to attend the marriage of the daughter of one of my childhood friends. On the day of my arrival, my friend lent me a car so we could travel around the city. But after just half an hour's drive, I realized that driving in the congested narrow roads and alleyways of this whole city where there were frequent traffic jams, wasn't my cup of tea. So I returned the car to my friend. The next day, I hired a tuk-tuk for five hours and we went to the Banaras Hindu University. It was our first visit to the university, which is located in southern Varanasi near the banks of the Ganges River. The university's campus stretches over a five-kilometer area and is a fine example of the indo gothic style of architecture, the layout of which approximates a semicircle with intersecting roads laid out along the radii in arcs. Its master plan has come up in such a way that it looks like a lotus from the east. While we were visiting the campus, I received a phone call from the husband of Shraddha's younger sister, who studied at the university's School of Technology almost 15 years earlier. He got excited when he heard we were visiting the university and asked us to visit the School of Technology and take pictures of the school, which is one of the best schools of technology in India. I especially remember the visit to the university's plant nursery, which had a great number of colorful, fragrant flowering plants 
as it was the season in India for flowering plants to bloom. We spent a long time there. It was a lovely trip to the university. Shall we give the listener a Hindi phrase? Oh, sure. Let's give them one. Here we go. How much will you charge for two hours trip in the city? It's translated as Do ghante shahar mein ghoomne ke aap kitne paise lenge? I'll say it again slowly. Just repeat it with me. Do ghante shahar mein ghoomne ke aap kitne paise lenge? Now I am going to say it again slowly. Just repeat it with me. Do ghante shahar mein ghoomne ke aap kitne paise lenge. I'll say it again slowly. Just repeat it with me. Do ghante shahar mein ghoomne ke आप कितने पैसे लेंगे? We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Did you know we have a Facebook page? That's right. All about India is on Facebook. We want to make a community where listeners can share stories and travel tips. Come join us. Link is in the episode's description. And make sure to subscribe our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you are at it, if you found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating on iTunes, Spotify, etc. You could also support the show on Patreon. Goodbye. Namaste.